At the end, when he goes on those ad libs, when I was a kid, I ain't not my baby, my baby. Sound like somebody's old southern grandmother. In here, somebody's somebody's in the street. Just 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 let him go. It's Michael Jackson. <laughs> just let there's him a, go. Let him do his thing. There's a uh, <laughs> there's a cartoon that somebody did. Uh, I think it's JD K Animator or JK Animator. Yeah, JK Animator. And he he did one with Michael Jackson in the studio. And you think that it's supposed to be over, and then he just keeps on going. <laughs> Ain't nobody been it but my. You know, Michael, Michael, this song was only supposed to be three minutes long. You now made it a six and a half minute long song. I think we should wrap it up. He's like, I'm he's just like, Shamo. I like how these vocal sounds just keep them in there, okay? I don't know. I think I like how this is going. It's really fun. Um, yeah, uh, Although he said the way you make me feel like, I mean, can you make somebody feel a uh, weird thing? I guess you can make somebody feel some kind of way, maybe unintentionally. Well, right. You propose. How the, do you make somebody feel something? I think, I think it all depends on intent. I was, I was actually talking with my mother and my sister and my girl about this, about um, manipulation can only be manipulation when you're aware of something that somebody else isn't aware of and you use it to your advantage. Right, 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 right. But if they're also aware, then it's consent. Yeah. Manipula manipulation is getting somebody to do something without consent or without their knowledge. But if it's verbal, I always feel like you get a little bit of leeway as far as your decision, because if somebody is not physically acting upon you, the verbal, the verbal is almost like consent, even if it's not, even if it's not talking about consent. Example, if I tell you to kill you, and you do it, isn't that consent? Well, yeah. Okay. Well, because you, well, you, I'm just, I'm well, trying to figure it out. That's why I've, but that, but that's with, that's with anything. And see, but this is what people don't get. It's interesting, by the way. I am starting to hear some background noise now. Okay, I'm sorry. But it's getting animated. It's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It's so. <laughs> The thing, the thing about that is, is not that thing, but the other thing, um, is that you make a good point here, because if you say, I mean, if you don't take it that far, but if you, if you tell someone to hurt themselves and they do, now that is consent. Yeah. So it's this is damn. This is kind of a, this is a heavy concept, because what you just proved right, right there is, even when you so if you say something to someone with the intention to hurt them it's like when people say well i was offended or i was mm -hmm. hurt by that 
It is because you agree with some aspect of it. You consent to some aspect of it. So if someone said you're ugly and you think that you might be ugly or you just think you're ugly, you agree. So now you've consented and you are confirming what you thought. But also, but people think, I mean, you, you do have the choice of knowing like, you know, I'm not like, okay, that's your opinion and you can move about your day. But you can always tell because you will get a tug of something in your gut. If you ever think about that, you'll get a tug of something in your gut. And I have I wonder, to tell you about. I wonder if um, when when you, I wonder if the, the actual acknowledgement of offense, even the emotion that's attached to it is because you're just, you're, maybe are we displaying our vulnerability and our sort of uh, self-reflection and we get offended because perhaps this was something that we held inside and thought it was secret just to us, but yet someone is actually confirming our deepest, darkest secrets. And it's the, how dare you of it? How, how dare you speak my, my truth? Somebody else is speaking your truth other than you getting an opportunity to speak your own truth. Is that, is that what that is? Is that that feeling? What, what, I, what I think it is, what I think it is, is this. It's, it is a, it's a confirmation of what you believe about yourself. It's the mm-hmm. true, conf- not, doesn't make it right or true, but it's what you really think. So it's like, yeah. you know, it's like when people act very confident and arrogant or whatever, mm-hmm. but then you say one little thing about them or their work or whatever, and they fucking crumble. It's like, so you really don't believe this about yourself. Because if you did, you go, fuck you. Okay, whatever. You can tell. Yeah. But if you... But... No, I was just thinking from what you're saying, you can't hold, you can't hold confidence on, um, on like a, a thin line. Like that line, granted confidence is fragile, but it shouldn't be so fragile that you can't hold it. If you're just holding it by a thread, then all you're doing is you're displaying how much more important your your fragility is to your confidence. Because true confidence means that you know who you are. And when the world is telling you that you are something different, you're just moving past it because I'm like, yeah, you accept that they see that, but they're only seeing a reflection of themselves. And so true confidence is I can walk through this brush of fucking uh, of thorns. And although they might scratch me on the surface, I acknowledge what you said, but I'm not going to let that penetrate my skin because I understand who I am. Yep. Because in in order to actually be more confident, I have to accept all those things that somebody else was telling me that I was because I was that. Your, 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 it's, it's your, it's, it, you, we readily accept others' definitions of us and who knows us better than us. So right. once, or at least you should, and I think that's important because, and I, you know, a, a, a big part of this, okay, I don't know where to begin because I had a lot of conversations regarding this exact subject this week, several, and one of them I was having with a friend of mine who, we don't talk very often. We hadn't talked in years, but 
we had a conversation. We don't even talk no, no more. Oh, <laughs> so I like that we can break into it. It's like a musical at the end. We should do that often. <laughs> just, and just dub the song. It is. Yes. They're like, what the hell just happened? Um, but I, but I, I, I was having this conversation about this where I said, you know, we we know ourselves better than any anyone else, and or we should, I should say. And what yeah, I mean we, is, well, we do. We just we we just act as if we don't. Because if you get right, offended, so, you're so, telling yourself that you acknowledge your flaws, and somebody just pointed act, it out. Well, but not only that, but it may it, it's a lot of it is deep seated. Is what I'm yeah. saying is like when when you're young, if you grew up in a environment that that you know I I bring up a lot of times whether you know it is true or not. My angle was I felt I was raised in a very utilitarian type way, which mm -hmm. means that those raising you are doing it almost like an occupation. It's will make sure you're, I think we've talked about it before, you're healthy and you get your homework done. And is but anything other than that, as far as like boosting your ego, boosting your confidence, there's not a lot of that. In fact, there's a lot of the opposite. There's a lot of tearing you down and making you doubt yourself and maybe making you feel a bit of a burden you know what i mean in ways so you carry that because that's the only input you get because that's where you're getting it you're getting it from your home base so you trust everything in that home base. and when everything around you seems to confirm that and then you go well it must be true and it takes years and years to finally get to a point where you go like maybe they were wrong like they were wrong about a lot of things so maybe they were wrong about this and that but what i'm getting at is a lot of people don't a lot of people don't dig deep enough to see that and you know as we've mentioned i've mentioned in here the past couple of months i've been doing a lot of personal digging and seeing it's it's literally like opening old wounds mm -hmm. just to see what's at the heart of it and go why do i feel this way when this happens because everything is connected like you know if you if something happens to you now and it bugs you or it offends you or whatever it's usually traceable pretty far back mm -hmm. it's not just like oh this is new to me it's like no you've been here before so think about people that blow up at the slightest thing yeah those are things that have been, it's like a pressure cooker like you've been building and building and building and building and you're and you're just trying to you're waiting for that moment where you're not really well you might be but there's that's why some people one little thing can just that's why we come up with the word triggering i guess that's where that comes from you know but everybody has that to some degree you know but you i think it's every person's responsibility to dig within themselves and dig up the dirt <laughs> because that's how you uh, build this you build this meat by eating the dirt Ooh, eat i that saw this dirt. i like that i i i just as you were talking i was seeing everything that you were saying and i was looking at it like all right i think about what it means to be confident confidence is accepting everything that people don't see you as but yep. then also accepting everything that people see you as when you were talking about when you grow up Dang. and somebody and people around you keep telling you who you are, well, you have you have no choice but to accept that. Even if it's negative, right. you have no choice but to accept that because 
you haven't been able to exercise or you haven't truly been able to, to show yourself as well as somebody else that, yeah, I'm more than that. And instead of we saying that we are not that, I think confidence tells us that we should be saying, yes, I am that. But if that's all you see, then you're not truly seeing. Because anytime you point somebody's flaws out, you're actually pointing your own flaws out at the same time. You're well, that's saying, how we, I am That's you. how we see it. Yeah, I recognize myself in you and I'm telling you who you are. But then if you understand that, oh yeah, I, I know that, I, I'm you too. Right. Just to be able to say that, yeah. to be able to say that, or no, not even just to say it, but to be able to express that shit, that is what it means to accept yourself as well as everybody else. To me, I think that is, that is the true way of mastering empathy is to, you can't look at someone, for instance, if somebody is emotional and their feelings are hurt, all right, those who have emotional control sometimes seem cold because those who are emotional control know how to turn it off. But in turning it off, I also realize that by turning it off, that person that you're interacting with is assuming that you have no, no, no empathy. Right. But they want to see it. They want to see the expression other than you expressing that you don't need to feel this way, which that is their option, but they have to understand that. And that's what it means as far as like being offended. You have to be able to see yourself in others as well as in yourself in order to know where you are. You can't know that you're the opposite of, of something else if you don't see it in somebody else. If you don't see yourself in somebody else. Oh, I, I understand. Empathy is, oh, I understand exactly how you feel. Even if I haven't right. gone through the experience, I still have the tools of that fucking emotion. And so because I understand that, I also know that that doesn't affect me anymore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's I had a... Uh-huh. Oh, no, I was going to say, um, I don't know where to start. I have a couple of instances to bring up. I'll start, start out with the relatively... Smaller, smaller one, but um, I had a uh, a bit of a business concern this week, and it's something that normally stresses me the fuck out, mm -hmm. you know. But what was weird, not weird, interesting, is that now that I've done all this digging over the past few months and maybe even the past few years, I saw myself starting to react the way I normally would. And I get really nervous and antsy. And like I had, I was waiting on somebody to call me back, um, you know, about this stuff. And they weren't calling me back. And I had to like leave them two voicemails. And I, you know, but what was funny was even after I made the initial call and left a voicemail, it's like I saw it in me where I was like, this is where I always get nervous and I assume the worst about something. Mm. Okay, this worst. is my tendency. Right. This is my tendency. So, and I did that for maybe, it was weird. It wasn't very long. And then I just started thinking, I'm like, well, why do I just assume it's going to be bad? And why am I like, I, and then I realized, I said, it's like this conversation you have with yourself, you know, literally like sub vocally in your head. This is the voice in our head. 
but this conversation in my head went something like, well, you always do this. You always catastrophize these kind of things, but you absolutely don't know the outcome here. Like, you really don't. So why are you already feeling like it's going to be bad? And then my so, other side goes, here's mm -hmm. why I'm doing it, to protect myself. So when I do hear what I expect, I'm going to be, oh, okay, and then I know how to deal with it. I'm pre-planning. And then I went, wait, so you're... I really like dialogue this out that well, but I really thought I go okay. So I'm spending or wasting my time feeling some kind of way about something. It's absolutely unnecessary. <laughs> it's literally I know nothing about what's going to happen. Nothing, nothing. And the hilarious thing is, I finally get the call yesterday. Call a callback about this. This is like four days. So, by the way, after the first day, which was Monday, I was kind of over it already, where I had already worked through it that quick, where I said, well, I don't know it's going to be bad. Like, okay, it may be bad. Then what? Like, okay, whatever. Like, I really actually let go of it. I straight up let go of it. I was very proud of myself. But what was really interesting, as soon as I got that call, I got nervous for about one second. Well, maybe even a minute. I felt myself get nervous physically, even in the conversation. And then for some reason, I was like, no, just no. And then, by the way, everything turned out to be fine. <laughs> there was not a problem. So, so remember um, the Alan Watts discussion about, about one, well, a few things. Letting go. Um, believe the, the idea that you don't have it. <laughs> so all those things. And this is why we do this podcast because we are to display exactly that we are we're not saying that that we're fucking a hundred percent stoic about shit or anything like that we're actually just putting our flaws on the table which most people aren't willing to do we 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 talk we talk shit we talk about exactly where our whole process is we lay out the tools of our process we tell you exactly how we're working through shit other than acting like Oh, we're already there and we're but we're right. above you. We don't do that shit. I just want people to understand that because I don't want people to believe that our podcast is just about us saying this is how we got here and we and where we are is exactly where you need to be. No, it's not. No, we're just okay. laying out all and we're as a matter of fact, this ain't even for y'all. This is for us. It really is, yeah. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Yeah, yes. We're just letting y'all in on the conversation because yeah. when like I was saying earlier about the the keeping secrets and then getting offended when somebody reveals your truth like we are truly the 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 purpose of our podcast is to be rabbit in eight mile and and we lay out every single thing and be like yeah. what do you have you can't you can't get to me if if i yes. expose so when i was thinking of the other scenario i was thinking about was like is walking like imagine if you just practice every time somebody says something that is deemed to be negative, if you just practice saying thank you. Yeah. I think about that. If you just practice saying thank you and like enthusiastically say thank you. Because then it's, it's the now what? <laughs> yeah. 
Well, what you know what's really weird about that is I, I did that to someone the other day, um, someone who I'm close to, who I really care about, and and I don't know what compelled me, but I thank them, like randomly, mm-hmm. because I think my interactions with them teach me a lot about myself. Oh, and I definitely. literally it just came out of me, and I go, thank you, and they were like, I didn't do anything, you know what I mean? Which is probably a proper response. To it. Uh, maybe, but I was like, you know, I mean, what do you say that? But, but that being said, yeah, I, I agree with you. Is but, I think but the I, thing too is if if people knew they had a choice, mm-hmm. if people knew they had a choice, but like I said, it's it's because you know I think it's the people that like to um, complain and argue all the time. I think they have a lot of negative self views. Because yeah. they're believing everything. Well, that's how they see. That's exactly how they see in the world. So, and uh, as 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 um, Quincy Jones' beautiful song uh, "USA for Africa," aka mm-hmm. "We Are the World," mm-hmm. you see your world exactly how what you what you pick and choose out of it. The world is a variety of of positives and negatives. What you pick out of it is a reflection of yourself is how you see yourself. Because if, it, and, but it's true. I think about this. I think about this because as what we were talking about um, earlier about, about somebody hurting you or somebody making you feel some way. I'm, it's, it's, it's so interesting because our words are supposed to describe exactly what is being expressed to someone. But if you took those words away, how can you offend somebody? Wait, think, think, oh wait, think about that. If we didn't have language, if we didn't have language, how do you offend someone? Because of uh, what? Okay, so if I assaulted you, am I offending you? And if that's the case, then you have, then you actually have way more, um, like, you have way more information in order in order to defend yourself. Yeah, well, that's 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 why it's I. It's a think direct message. It's a DM. It's a true DM. It's a literal <laughs> DM. Well, it's like I think it's like the in the four agreements where they talk about you know be impec- be impeccable with your word. Is, yeah. is why is because it's a unique human characteristic because in, in if you didn't speak you could really say a lot more profound things because when you speak it's it's you can interpret it so many ways can an action be interpreted sure but the action is has a cause and effect it's immediately Exactly. Like you see it. So if you there's no delay if, in that at all. It's like if you, if you, if there you it smack is. somebody, yeah. There's like a oh shit, he just decked somebody, and that person's obviously hurt. There may, be, I mean, it could be in self defense, of course. Right. But there's a cause and effect. Now it's up for interpretation at that point. But the actual, the actual move there is not misinterpreted. That's actual- so. I got a question. So does technology distance ourselves from our immediate interaction? And so it's almost like we're, we continue to add um, layers 
in between it. So like sometimes getting to the root of something or the core of something as you peel back the layers and think about it. Anytime we take ourselves away from technology and go where we actually have to be physical, yeah. then why is that? It seems like that's rewarding. You know what I'm saying? Getting back to nature. It is so what it is like becoming I, more natural, and I and I don't I don't you know at the um, well I'm not even gonna disqualify it. Well, that's why that's why the more internal we get, I think the more real it gets because yeah. that's where it all originates. Like so, but if you're you know, and the farther you get away, like technology can cause all kinds of misinterpretations because <laughs> then you move into things like, you know, even people believe that emojis are going to be really part of the next uh, yeah, language. It's going to be a new hieroglyph. Yes, yeah, yeah, basically. Which means that we're just going backwards. <laughs> and, and we're going back to symbols, yeah. But, yeah. But, but once again, it's all up for interpretation. Symbols no and emojis are expressions. Emoticons are expressions. But, well, here's the funny thing. I had, uh, you know, uh, having a conversation with a friend of mine recently, he was talking about some thing he was going through in a, in a, like with someone he had broken up with, you know, mm -hmm. a while back, but it's still interested in or whatever. And I, it was funny because we were discussing the fact that he mentioned, you know, she put like a heart, like a little kissy with the heart emoji on this. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing at the, the idea of that now to where we go, wait, uh, is that too far? Think about that. So, Think about if you if you want to send somebody a text, you might literally be like, "Well, I can send them a heart. That's nothing." But oh dear God, don't send them the kissy face with the little heart on it, because that's like that says more. That's once again the difference between love you and yo, I love you. Yo, you just reminded me of uh, what you were talking about. This is how you remind, remind me. me of what I really I am. This is <laughs> so. It's not like you to say sorry when waiting on a different story. This time I'm forsaken. Or that I know my heart was breaking. And I'm sorry. So this is this is there's some clarity in all this because you were talking mm -hmm. about um basically the the idea of rejection. And the idea of rejection is you it's your expression is that you don't feel like you're good enough or that you deserve something that already is yours because you already acknowledge one side of it you you acknowledge the side that you feel that you feel like you can't grasp and grasping doesn't necessarily need to be physical but the thing about being physical is you know that you have it you know that you've done it because that is one form of expression although emotions i guess are the same thing and as as well as the technology of language sound creates vibrations creates even even without think about it even without understanding the language of something the sound of something can also tell you exactly what the 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 feeling that you get from it the vibration that you get from it and sound is very interesting because depending on how i talk depending on how you talk will determine exactly how how much more information people choose to take in how much more of the vibration people can take in and so if I talked on a super fast cadence and high pitch and everything, it'd be, it, it would fuck up your ears so much that you know, like, I can't listen to this because it's hurting me. 
See? Right, right. It's hurting me. But if I talk in a nice slow tempo and and the and the voice might be a little bit raspy, and I might have that late night uh PM quiet <laughs> storm voice. Yeah. Exactly. Just like, Tonight, just like what we're Baker. talking about right now. And uh, a little Anita Baker for everybody. And in a minute, in order to rile up your emotions, we're going to play Peebo Bryson. This is WJUNG, Young Ones Radio. <laughs> Young Ones Radio. <laughs> the loud storm, the shadow storm. But like, but uh, I mean, think about this. Think about like the, the, like you have to acknowledge, again, it goes back to what we were talking about. I love saying that now. That's our cash line. Again, it goes back to what we were talking about. We is can, that we can keep kind of going in circles. Yes, you, you, we always do. We always flip the coin because what we do is we present an argument that most people can favor. And then we show you that all you're doing is the other, the other side of what you already have. Because right, in order yes. to acknowledge something, you have to also acknowledge what you are to that something and what you're not to that something. When yes. you call something out, you're saying, hey, you, I'm not, because think about it. Confidence means that you acknowledge that you are everything, good and bad, and you're okay with that. You, you don't disagree to it. You say, yeah, I was that. I, I know what it means to be that. But I realize that that's what you're showing. That's what you're displaying. Hey, I'm you. Because you're pointing out something about yourself. So that mm-hmm. other person is doing the same thing. And so a confident person will acknowledge that. Yes, you're right. And? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, it's like when people say, um, if, if someone would come up to me and say, oh, I'm sure it'd be the same with you. They came up to me and be like, hypocrite. I'd be like, yeah, yes. Yeah. and so are you a hypocrite so so, but i here's what i understand about that is in order to acknowledge that you need to change yourself you have to acknowledge what you don't want what what you don't want to be about yourself because by acknowledging Mm -hmm. that somebody's a hypocrite you're also saying oh it's not on me right now i realize that it that it, it usually is on me too but it's not me right now. So I can just, whew, I can call that out. Hey, you're me. And here's the fucked up thing about it. Because on the other end, if I'm like, yeah, okay. And as soon as you do that, then that person has no retaliation whatsoever. That goes well, back yeah, to the m and You can't go anywhere with that. Yeah. Like, you, okay. Now what? You, got, you, you acknowledged it. Yes. It's like, I just walked outside in 30 degree weather, butt ass naked. And I'm okay with it. Point out everything that you wish. You got a small penis. Yeah. The only way yeah. that you can acknowledge that I got a small penis is that you recognize at one point that you felt like your dick was small, but now you realize, oh, at least it's bigger than his. The at least I'm it's not. Somebody guy. I recognize a small dick when I see one. <laughs> I see one. Oh, go, because yeah, you oh. didn't even know you didn't know what a small dick was until you compared it to you. So now, so now you're yeah. sharpening swords with me. It's, whoa. Um, well, it's better than saying, well, your mom liked it. Anyway. Oh, um, right. And then, that's then you, my because, yeah. because here's the fucked up thing about that. When we internalize that and we get offended about it, it means it's true because our moms did like it. Why? Because <laughs> oh, we were babies. We were babies 
when our moms had us. And at one time, our dicks were small. We can all agree right. that our dicks were small. See, and that's confidence. Yeah, that is confidence. Yes. Right now, um, in this moment, to you, my dick is small, but I'm not trying to fuck you anyway. So, and so it, it what? is what it is. <laughs> well, that, that this, you know, it, it's interesting that if you really review these things in yourself and do some real self-reflection. Sorry, it's my office. <laughs> oh, I was when I was like, I was hearing them like ringing. Um, so this is what I do on my lunch break, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's on his he's on his wine break. Um, so here's what I, I had to bring up. Here's something, mm-hmm. and uh, I haven't even brought this up to you even off podcast. So this will be world world news here. World premiere, premiere, premiere. But but I think I think it's worthy of bringing up. Um, okay, because it's relevant. Yeah. Um, I spoke, well, I didn't speak with that a long text conversation with an ex. Remember, first of all, when we talked about letting go of people and people, well, you know, it's, it's, let's go back to the Alan Watts thing for one second. When he says, what do you want? And when people don't, we don't know what we want. But as soon as we let go mm-hmm. and genuinely let go, these things, now they, they do return to us. They really, re- but, yeah. but then, but then you, now you have a choice though. Mm-hmm. The beauty of it is you have a choice. Now you can see everything. Now you oh, can, yes. see if yes. you don't, if you don't acknowledge that you now see everything, mm-hmm. but that's why I think those things come back because you are able to see them. And it's important You're able to see to them. back. And, yeah. So you so can it, truly, comes, so you can truly. I don't want to say. I think confront got, is the is well, the wrong word. But you, no, it's but, it's actually live the whole experience, other than what you first went into it as. Right, and now you're now you're coming back with this knowledge of yourself. Yes. So without giving too much information, um, I had I mean this text conversation lasted an entire day. Okay. Damn. Why did yeah. I just get on the phone? I mean, people don't like to talk. I don't know. It just it it, would, it wouldn't have been a good uh, time. I mean, like just timing wise. Um, but there were a lot of things acknowledged. But the interesting thing was, you know, the I don't want to say the old me or whatever me me just of a few years ago. You know, before mm-hmm. digging into this, digging into my own psyche, I would have I would have confronted this conversation in a whole other way. Probably very confrontational, very hurt, uh, very finger pointy. Um, But here's what's interesting. There was, there was the expression of hurt. There was finger pointing, but it was a lot of acknowledgement of ourselves respectively. She to herself, me to, Uh yeah, exactly. So there was, but it was like, I came with this one. This one was heavy. But at one point I said, I loved you more than I loved myself. And I, and I shouldn't have because I would just do dumb shit just to try to keep a relationship going and acknowledge. We both acknowledged. I said, you know what this is? You know, I said, we, we both 
acknowledge that we are two individuals and our vice, well, I don't want to say our vices, but our, our wounds, so to speak, mm. our wounds were literally the like Achilles heel of each person that we were good at touching. Yep. Like, so my that's, insecurities, that's deep. Uh, my, my, my insecurities, I was just insecure. And, like, I didn't feel accepted. And, um, and this was my admission. I'm, oh, I'm admitting this on a podcast. I think we all are. Well, that's, that's the whole point of our podcast, I guess. Yes. So mine was being very insecure because being in a wheelchair, if you have a girlfriend, you're like, shit, here we are. We're, we made it to the big leagues. We're good. This person <laughs> accepts me. You know what I mean? Like in a, in a, in a very personal way. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. Does that make sense? So now. Yes, it does. Thank you. So <laughs> what, so what is the ultimate and you know, what is the ultimate acceptance of someone physically is to have a physical relationship with them. Right. Now this person acknowledged, they said, I went into the relationship already feeling objectified by most guys hmm. and you objectified me to a point and I did. When I look back at it, I said, because when the other part wasn't met, meaning like you were just, you know, she admitted that, you know, like just kind of being absent. I said, I felt that was the only thing left. And mm -hmm. then when you, when I made any advance and you turned it down, that was like the ultimate rejection to me. Uh, Cause like, not only does she yeah, not because even like, Right. Love me like you, she doesn't even want to get near me. Right. So it's like you're not getting either one. Right. So it's like the ultimate rejection. Right. Like, um, but so, and, but what I did to her was the ultimate rejection and objectification, which it all made sense. And by the way, yeah. you know, I know a lot of people in my friends watch this will probably be like, you know, people always like to take sides, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to say one is worse than the other. I'm just saying, you know, there were things that went on. I'm not going to call them guilt, but there were things like it's lit, it literally without consciousness. You know what I mean? Like aware, being aware of what we were doing. If we were aware of what we were doing, it may have been different, but we weren't. Hmm. We were just in what we yeah. were. When you're in it, in. you don't see it until you step nope. out of it. Then you see it like, like you just said. Then you see it clear, um, and and there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of, you know, uh, um, admission on both sides, and some apologies on both sides. Which, you know, like I said once again, it's it's interesting when friends take sides. And it, once again, if anybody, I know some people watch this that may text me and go, "I can't believe you apologize," but it's like, but I've always said I'm not guilt free either in pushing buttons, like. That's what people do when you're, when you're just living subconsciously, you're just living by those things and you're not looking at why am I doing this? You just, well, there's a relationship, there's a relationship of connection and there's a relationship of disconnection. And so yeah. when we say misery loves company, we find the people that are, are, are that are close to being disconnected in their life or or are experiencing disconnection at that time. And then we, we, we get support from that. It's harder to get support from when you connect with somebody. It's funny because you don't, 
it's rare to see people like I wonder if you could survey like couples together and then people that are all single together. And how often do you see the singles together? But with couples together, it's harder because then yeah. the interaction you it, you like because most of the time, sometimes well, most of the time couples might not necessarily be that like-minded. Sometimes opposites attract, and then one thing that you might like about that person might not necessarily be what your friends like about that person so on and so forth so there there's where it comes to the disconnect and i'm thinking about like what you just did this week i did the same thing damn same exact thing i i saw i saw my ex in person and we hung out for a little bit we talked, we uh, we caught up. And what's interesting is like, my now girlfriend had asked me about when you see her now, how do you feel? And I'm like, mm. I just feel, I, there's no like, there's no butterflies or anything like that. It's just, oh, here's my friend now. Right. And I can still kind of talk about the stuff that happened in the past because I see it as the reward. Like all the bad stuff, I see it as the reward because now yes. I learned I learned how to be this if, this person today, this whole thing, and this person who can like jump within and without in the gray and areas, it happened as that was the to me that was the the peak of the relation of all my relationships that I was getting tired of continuing to repeat yes that was the cap yes. because i i in that particular relationship i tried to do everything right yep and i still failed Be and the reason why i failed is because i wasn't doing it for me right yes yes but and but then in a way i was doing it for me but i it, wasn't, I think it that just wasn't the me that i recognized Right. Well, I think I think that falls into into the, you know, when you love someone else more than yourself. And what I even meant by that when I brought that up in my conversation, not that not to say that I didn't love her, but it was it, it just meant that I I was sacrificing who I was right. um, for that person, which we should never have to do. But I didn't have to either. I wasn't being asked to. You or even what you thought that that or what you thought that that person wanted from you. Yes, yes, yes. Without even and, actually, and that's the thing about communication. Without even actually asking, just why can't we just no. be blunt about shit? Tell me what you want me to. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I love that song. <laughs> um, so when the and the other interesting thing is this, which so that's crazy. You had that same interaction, but one thing I honestly didn't expect that I was really happy about was that after that long, you know, conversation with that person, um, at the end of the day, I didn't, you know, sometimes when you reconnect with someone mm -hmm. and you might have that little inkling of like, you know, hopefully this continues. Do you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, and I don't mean this in a bad way, like, I was indifferent 
Well, yeah, you. That's, I was almost and like, that's we're like I, done. Yeah, and then like, I was like, I'm cool. Like, yeah, I'm not. Like, you know, I'm good. I'm not gonna, like, there's no like middle of the week. Like, what you doing? You know, right? Like, it's, but, but, but also, I, I think it's because even in the past four or five months, I I realized like focusing on that side, like when you tend to um, kind of vibe with the um, uh, what do I want to say? Almost like the negativity of someone. Like it's just not as pleasant as when you want to vibe with someone's positivity. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I, I don't want this misery loves company kind of relationship where well, we get together and all we do is complain and like you complain and then I complain back. Because I, I had a phone call with another friend of mine who I hadn't talked to for almost two months. And the mm. conversation kind of went that way, like it normally does. And I knew it would. And I was like, I don't like how I feel after these calls. You know what I mean? Like, it's not it's not who I want to be anymore. And it's not who I am. And interestingly, after that conversation last weekend, and after my relief of this business situation, once again, it acknowledged in my head, like, if it makes sense, I felt more like me last night than I had in a long time. No, I get it. Where I was like, I just, uh, all this stuff I've been letting go of. And I even told this person, you know, my ex, when I was texting her, I said, I've let go of a lot of things. You know, I've just let it go. Like, you know, and not in a, just, I, I haven't, I'm letting go of these attachments. Like, and, you know, and I'll do things, but, you know, don't be attached to the outcome. Going back to Alan Watts one more time, that's why he okay. says, and then let's wrap um, it up. Then people say they don't know what they want. And he says, because you already have it. Mm-hmm. And when you realize you already have it, that's why, that's when you, I don't want to say you get what you want. That's when you get closer to what you want because you're not tripping about it. That's what mm-hmm. everyone does. You trip and you react. Oh, you get closer to the, the acknowledgement that you have it. Because every time you recognize that you don't have it, you, you're recognizing that it's in front of you. You just don't think that you can grasp it in some way, whether it be physical or emotional. Right. Which yeah. is dumb. As soon as you recognize an energy, it you it you can't it doesn't go away. It's that you just you you learn to to mold with it and, and shape it and adapt to it or not even acknowledge it at all. Think about all the shit that you got in your house right now, everybody. And then think about exactly how often you put energy into that. Some things are just around for decoration. Some things you even don't even remember that they were fucking there. Think about it. You ever pull something out and be like, I can't believe I still have this. Well, that's life. And with that, everyone, we want you to acknowledge that it is up to you to hurt yourself. Because you are that person that hurt you. Until then. Stay young. <laughs> Just stay young, guys. Okay. I, <laughs>